welcome to the honest war gamer i'm your host rob welcome to not stream street i don't know what to call him anymore welcome chat what up uh i'm joined by mr iron gutsman yo yo how you doing hello i'm happy to be here again hello twitch chat hello hello uh yeah twitch chat what up uh, and also our first time chat the buff one first time twitch watcher today usually a dirty youtube viewer well welcome if you are watching this back on youtube don't forget to like and subscribe and join us on twitch every day midday uh hey davidams phil spriggers mj luger i see all of you now uh welcome to the candle crew uh if you are one of the podcast hydro homies stay hydrated you fucking sex demons uh right iron gutsman um is one of my favorite warhammer people just true true story uh i've had him on the show before i intend to have him on the show again in the future uh but he's got some uh in basketball terms like tristan will enjoy uh he's gonna dunk some hoops i think is uh the correct term uh, you want to talk about the faq uh and you would also like to talk about um so the agency my faq that just came out taking this into 3.1 and also you did uh just come off the back of having done a six-hour list review for a TTS event that's happening soon, right? Yeah, so we're running this uh, another. We're doing a six-round tournament this time. We did six rounds last time as well, but often the the TTS weekly stuff of uh, five-round tournaments. But because we got 114 players, I think it is, we have to do six rounds. We almost did seven rounds just to try and get an absolute winner, but we figured that might be a bit long. But yeah um we'll talk more there's about been that. some yeah we'll talk about that yeah, more some later, huge kind of meta changes and stuff but yeah it's actually one of the really interesting well we'll talk about that later because one of the really interesting things about tts having gutsman and me became closer or we got to know each other better during kind of stream streak one during the 500 days of of winter the lockdown and um uh with stuart playing a lot of tts lists that were in my opinion very inspired and he worked really hard to make those lists work really well being also based in japan um you play a lot of tts anyway generally right yeah i'm i'm play, playing a bit more in, in person lately which is why i've started playing gits on tts as well because like yeah i have to say ogres and destruction armies like that aren't very good at, at a casual level i don't think because you just kind of like if you roll the double turn you blow the other person off the side of the board and really you're trying to you're trying to prolong the social contact with the person on the other side to get to know them and make <laughs> friends not just not just blow them off in two turns and say see you later you know goodbye so, this has been fun so something like gits i think it might be a good idea and they look cool as well so, yeah. <laughs> right, well I'm, I'm really yeah. excited to hear what you've got to say about all of the different stuff so uh we'll, we'll dive into it uh but before we do that before we do i just want to know how you are you well what's going on how's things uh yeah i'm well um christmas is not as much of a big thing in japan and i've still been working up until today which is a thing but okay um yeah i'm uh i'm liking age of sigma 3 for the most part but i think like a lot of people i've, I've had my ups and downs with it getting used to some of the quirks of the meta yeah okay all right, exciting. Okay, well, talk us through pre-FAQ. Pre the FAQ, like, how did you feel the game was? What do you think needed addressing? You know, just t put us there, right? Well, I was playing the gash, so I thought the game was great. <laughs> Which I think Owen, who's in the chat, can agree with that. Man, everyone who missed out on playing the gash before the fact, I'm, I'm sorry. It was, it was tremendous. It wasn't, you know, the best list in the game, but it was uh, absolutely... Yeah, it was it was so fun to play with. But anyway, um, yeah, before I started playing the Gash, I was playing uh, I was playing Ogres and Yetis mm -hmm. um, as a kind of hangover from second, 
and I, I went five and one with the first event I I took with that. And then the next one, I went two and three. And I was like, how did that happen? And uh, I think my reflections on that is that people learn how to play third. And uh, it wasn't a good list in third. And the, the time I went five and one was just because of, you know, some people was having some growing pains with third, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, I think yeah. it was one of those really interesting elements where different parts of the competitive community kind of got to play it more, like because obviously lockdown if you weren't a tts stan um then you only really played it once you popped out of lockdown uh, and maybe even then maybe like less like people didn't really have that rolling start into third maybe that some places uh got to to go so all right so um uh you you loved nagash uh was there any changes that you like i suppose this can come up in what you didn't see in the faq but is there anything like we to prefix this conversation is there anything that you were like this is i want to see this this is what i want to see a hundred percent that we didn't get Okay, well, I mean, in terms of the things I wanted, I mean, number one is Seraphon has just been broken for two years and there hasn't been any real effort to knock them How off. How dare you? That pedestal, I think. difference. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think the Croak nerf was a, like a decent effort, but, um, you know, they got other things at the start of third. Like, for example, their old weakness used to be that you could, you could never be low drop mm -hmm. with them, right? Because um, they had garbage battalions but now you could just be one drop and they didn't really get any major nerfs in into third to compensate for that apart from the correct change so you know i think they had some growing pains in third people were still playing you know the fangs of sotek list which is kind of the one element that did get a bit nerfed with um the skinks going up and then reinforcement points um but yeah, I think, uh, you know, Thunder Lizards and then obviously the Salamander Spam, which in my opinion, the Salamander Spam was the strongest list since the book came out, but nobody was playing it. Um, I think a lot of people share that opinion, but the, the kind of Luke Morton, yes, the Luke Morton Dracothian's Tales Salamander Spam list has always been horrific. But didn't... Um, and so obviously, you know, we always wanted changes to Salamanders. Yep, That's yep, number one, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. That, would be, that would be key. And then number yep. two, the Bastilodon, right? Now, that thing, I don't know how many points it is actually worth, but 235 or 250 is not what it's worth. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> right. Like, like, in terms of actual output, is that thing worth the same as six Vanguard Raptors? Maybe. Over the course of a whole game, you know, and, and considering it's also harder to take down than the Vanguard Much Raptors. Much harder to take down. Um, yeah, but it's half the points. Yes. So... Like that's a you know, that's something to consider. So yeah, I mean, Seraphon was the main thing that I wanted to to knock off as well. I don't think uh, you know, I think Gargants is a tricky one. I think uh, Gargants and Marathi are probably in a similar, and and Gotrek, those three are probably in a similar boat where it's like maybe in the competitive scene, they're not an issue, um, but at a casual level, they are a huge issue that the company probably needs to address for the, just for the health of, you know, when people get into the game, like bringing, you know, Gotrek, Gargans or Marathi at a, at a casual game at a store might kind of ruin the experience for, for the player on the other end. Um, yeah. And these are all cool looking models that, you know, lots of people who get into the hobby might, might pick up cause they look cool. And then they play it versus their mate who's, you know, maybe their, their mates playing gits or something. And it, yeah, it can just be a bit of a, a bad experience, I think. So those three, I wanted to see some changes. Okay, to. all right. So let's yeah, take, take well. me through the changes and how you felt about them. 
Okay, well, starting with okay. Seraphon, I mean, first of all, I know there were some units in there that were bad that needed points drops, but overall, that book does not need points nope. drops. Nope. Like, nope. yeah, like I know Ripidactyls are not that great, but it's it's okay. Like everything in the Seraphon book does not need to be as broken as Salamanders. Well, like, I, I basically, like, I basically that's said not... at book release, so this was during two, that the book was 25% cheaper than any other book in the game. And then, very much like when Celestia was released, it was 25 more expensive than any other book in the game. But then with everything going up points in third, but them all going up equally the same amount, they were still 25% cheaper than any other book in the game. Like, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, how is this King Priest 80 points? Like, can anyone explain to me why this King Priest is 80 points? When, like, the other equivalent things in the game, like, for example, the yeah. Hag, right? That was a another kind of key... Um, key sort of buff piece little hero that used to sit on the back that used to be what well, i think 60 points was it yeah. when the hag came out something like that yeah and then the other the other one was the wardock right that was offensive um and at the start of third that thing was ridiculous um but the skink priest just seems to have just magically made it through i, I don't know why but he you know he can do his plus one to hit command ability uh and his three up plus one save run shoot charge and also a prayer now, <laughs> which he didn't even have in second. So <laughs> he got better, actually. He did get better. He did get better. Um, like, they're, they're outrageous. The output, uh, not the output, the, the utility that you get from those pieces is insane. Um, and, 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 and truthfully, the functionality is the most important part, right? I don't know about you, but, like, quite often I look for functionality over, like, like yes, I have a unit that maybe just dies, right? But its functionality is super important. And when it's as cheap as it is at 85 points or whatever, like you're like, well, its functionality is outrageous. Like compared to like, you'll pay twice as much. So 170, like you'll pay that for like a fucking an ogre hero that does nothing. And you're like, maybe it does a couple of damage in combat. Yeah. You're like, I'll take, I'll take the skink hero all day, every day. Well, I mean, you look at it. I mean, the classic, the classic comparison is like, you know, the new Nurgle book, right? That Poxbringer basic herald goes a one cast wizard 145 yep. points you sort of think like how is that even in the same game as the as the skin priest that's a good point um, i forgot about him like i forgot <laughs> about him i was making all the war scrolls for nurgle and i was like I'm, I, this is never going to come up this is not like this is not vital i know this but there you go uh, but you're right like it does it doesn't make any sense although that is the difference between maybe maybe it's the difference between second and third books maybe Although yeah. the war chant is pretty great. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but certainly the the Wardock at least got I mean, he just got absolutely wrecked. Like he, he lost his uh the priest keyword and he can only now pick between doing a dance and a spell. So I think <laughs> I think perhaps the skin priest getting the same treatment in this fact would have it been would nice. Have been. Yeah. Um but anyway. Okay, but so Seraphon, what they did actually get is 20 points on Salamanders and 15 points on Basties. And does that help nerf the Salamander spam build? Probably. I think, I mean, it's one Salamander realistically, but, um, you know, that, that might be something. Uh, at least it might make it more difficult for them to beat something like Gargants, right? Maybe losing that one Salamander might be big. Um 
But in terms of Thunder Lizards, I mean, I think the the Thunder Lizards list that we're getting paid played uh, went up 55 points because they're taking two Soundlanders yep. and the Bastilodon. So, I mean, that's just that's just a joke. Like, I'm sorry, but it is. It's the strongest army in the game. Like, we have the stats, you know, mm-hmm. updated, right? Now, it's the strongest army in the game, and it went up 55 points. Like, it's it's yeah. it's 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 very <laughs> very very good. Uh, like, uh, I, the, you know, especially when you're looking at the versions that we've seen on the stats, which you can find on honestwargamer.com under the stats tab, uh, done by Ziggy Rob and the team. Um, be shout out to them as always. You uh, go look at them and you can see how well they're currently doing. And like you say, the points difference, like with the points difference with Morethi and the Bow Snakes, was nominal, uh, truthfully. Um, and by the way, we're like, Stuart's off the back of reviewing 110 lists for Age of Sigmar 3.1. Um, so we'll talk more about that in a moment, basically, um, uh, and like and and what his feelings on that. But yeah, Seraphon, you're right. Like they're very very strong. Like their functionality is through the roof compared to many other armies. Also, one of the key bits about Seraphon that maybe we never talk about enough because there's a comparison between them and Gits, kind of like the top and the bottom end of the spectrum. Literally, the top performing army versus the worst performing army. In that, at least. Both of them are able to generate loads of additional CP as well, which is fairly rare and unique. Like, and like being able to do that in multiple phases, having multiple plus ones to hit, like that CP generation feels like it's fairly important. Maybe it isn't because it doesn't work well for Gits, um, but maybe it is important for, uh, like, you know, uh, for Seraphon. It feels like it is. That's a, that's an interesting point. Yeah, I think Gits and Seraphon are. You're right, yeah. There's a lot of similarities yeah. there, definitely. Um, kind of castly. I mean, I think fundamentally Seraphon was supposed to be more haughty than it ended up being. In the same way that Gitz is also not haughty at all anymore, because it, it's just become an absolute Timmy fest. But I think Tarkwood X is right. the right one, Rob. You have to have a unit worth spending CP on for extra generation to be worth it. That makes sense. That's fair. Um, Seraphon just seem to do it for free, whereas Gits almost feel like they're paying a small premium for it, maybe. I think also the ability, like, their buffs are very applicable. Uh, but if we want to go into a Let's Bash Seraphon show, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. There's so much, <laughs> more, there's so much more to say. Uh, their, their realm piece, uh, their yeah. terrain piece, yeah. can we just FAQ that as to not be what it is? Because that's nuts. You can, you can, you can uh, fucking, um, you can garrison in and out of combat in certain tournaments, and that terrain piece allows you to do that. That isn't helpful. Uh, to the game uh, fucking comics call we all hate that um, but we don't because I'm 3D printing an army so I'm okay with it <laughs> I also am painting a Seraphon <laughs> army so <laughs> but hey I'm, I'm I'm bringing I'm bringing some I'm bringing Bando okay so, fair enough alright so know. what was the so other than Seraphon do you, think, do you think basically the effect on Seraphon from the FAQ is nominal yeah, like the unleash hell changes don't mean anything for salamanders because mm-hmm. there's only two of them. All right, like, like, because I mean, for those who don't know in the chat, so it used to be nine inches away, and basically, if the whole unit was in range, the whole unit could shoot. Didn't actually matter, you know, as long as one model was in was in nine inches, the whole unit could shoot. Whereas now, it's like per model in range of six inches, right? So if you're thirty iron drakes. It's a bit tricky to, you know, like you can't put 10 models in front of your 30 Iron Drakes and use that as like an Unleash Hell thing mm-hmm. anymore, really. Like, because your opponent can just kind of, you might get like 10 Iron Drakes in or something, which is just not really that great. Whereas like two Salamanders, 
or four dragons, six Vanguard Raptors. All of these things are probably all going to be in anyway, despite the changes, um, or at least mostly in. Um, so yeah, I, I don't really think the Unleash Hell changes hurt Seraphon that much. Um, they hurt the Skink builds again, but they, they weren't yeah. the main build. Um, so yeah, I think it's really 55 points. And then the, the, the Salamander spam build you know, loses one Salamander. So that's something. But, or, a, or a Skink Priest. You know, it's not the end of the world, is it? Yeah. W- whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's like 100 points, um, right? So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's literally 100 points. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that's Seraphon. Talk me through the next bit. Okay, so, well, the other three I was talking about were, were Gotrek, Marathi, and Mega Gargants. Now, the Gargants... Um, I mean, the main one there was Amulet of Destiny, right? Yep. Going from five up to a six up. So, I mean, for other armies, it's a, a decently big deal. Like, there are some units in the game that are a lot worse now that Amulet of Destiny is worse. But, I mean, Gargans, it's like a, a humongous deal. Like, it's it's really going to make it hard for them to survive some some mortal wound output armies because you don't really have this Gargan who can all. just kind of yeah. absorb the mortal wounds as well like it used to be you'd have one gatebreaker mega gargant that like for example marathian didn't really like contend with it just kind of had to leave leave that one go and then deal with the other ones whereas now it can kind of you know choose the best gargant dependent on the, the game state um so i think them losing amulet was a really okay. big deal so that's gargants um i also think in general uh it seems like all the new books are really good against gargants so I, yeah, I'm not sure what that is for. But you but think, you yeah, think, do you think they're uh, writing it to be good against monsters in their heads, and then gargants just have to be end up being the pinnacle of of those? Like killbows, obviously, are good into any monster, but they feel particularly good into gargants, for instance. You know, um, like as an example, basically. I, I think they're just writing books with just way too much damage. Like the the whole stormcast book just does too much damage. I mean, three um, units do. And then everything else is like a poop. Oh, right. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is the whole Stormcast book. That's true. Uh, that's, that's, that's really true. Uh, thanks yeah. to you to Font Dragons for resubscribing. <laughs> Big love to you. Uh, it's so great to see you. Thanks everyone for joining us in the chat. Big love. Um, okay, so Gargans, you think uh, you think that they're okay now, um, or do you think that they? Do you think? I I think I don't. Yeah, I think they're A tier. I don't think they're going to be Can like S tier. I say S-tier. what I think is going to happen with Gargans? Is I think that yeah. everyone who was running them around, who already found them deeply boring to play, but knew how competitive they were, like there was like a load of like top end gamers who were just pushing them around and like, why are you pushing four dudes around? You're like a grown up. Come on, yeah, like it, like. But they were like, lol, uh, it's just a four one win rate. This is all I need in, um, like. Uh, like they're gonna then move off, and the numbers are gonna come down, and people are gonna say that the the uh, the amulet was the right change. They'll be like, oh yeah, they did it with the amulet, but like it doesn't matter because you're still like you say in the mid tier casual levels in mid tables, you're still gonna have guys just pushing four dudes around, and then just like going like three one four one three two four one being like how did i do it and it's like well because the other guys just couldn't kill your stuff the game hasn't changed at all like it's changed like like it hasn't changed by like a degree like a small percent it's like it, so it's only changed by a very small amount like that ward save i think i don't think it's enough but i think you will see a drop off in their win rate but it'll be because of the players who aren't playing it but it will be lauded as 
yeah like it'll be a false equivalence they'll be like everyone will be like oh look they've done it they've done it and i'm like no it's just because those guys have moved on it's giving them an excuse to move on but like, oh it's not competitive now that's what they needed minus one ward save and it's completely different it's like sure all right bud i'm pretty certain um, uh, i'm pretty certain that like it, yeah it's just gonna be still gonna be everywhere in my in my opinion like and, and but i do think the win rate will drop off anyway uh what's next it's in, well it's interesting because i think uh a lot of other like video games and stuff have kind of gone through the same thing that i think games workshops going through now which is like where they've got to balance a game for both the casual scene and the competitive scene um and uh the solution is you you do actually have to balance the both so you know although there might be something that's not good and competitive or like actually bad and competitive mm -hmm. like gotrek uh like j just just how how bad he is for the competitive uh the the casual scene i think you you, you do need to balance him and to be fair to them they they did so he did go up yeah. a lot of points well not 50 points right um and the the bigger nerf to him which I feel like was a direct nerf to him that maybe they could have just put on his war scroll rather than apply yeah. it to the rest of the game. Because I really don't like the change is the uh, the heroic recovery, the fact that you can't do that in combat anymore. Um, I hate that change. Like, I'm not going to lie. Oh, okay. I just, like, let's explore that. I'm yeah. really interested. David Smith, thanks for donating 10 gift subs in the chat. Fucking let's go, David Smith. Big love to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I'll tell... Um, uh, I'll tell Font Dragons to get lost for you uh, for subbing. So thanks, appreciate that. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, why do you why do you not like that change? Oh, thanks, Troll Bits for donating a hundred bits. Uh, why do you hate that change? Um, well, I I don't think that with a few with a few bad suspects aside, one of which got absolutely nerfed off the face of the earth yep. which is the gash uh a few suspects aside like i don't really think that that command that being able to heal in combat was really problematic i mean for gargant's healing d3 and you're rolling against bravery 7 anyway it, like that wasn't any good so i mean really the units that you nerfed were Demons. stuff like cross swords and yeah, stonehorn yeah. um yeah i guess like the corn demon prince would be a classic one that used it basically every turn um kairos used it a lot i don't think all these things were necessarily like bad for the the game like in an oppressive way so i was a little surprised they went through with that change but it does seem that it was targeted at, at gotrek to me yeah, yeah. i i am um, i think i think i don't really understand where that change happened and i think it was also felt so nominal um in in many ways i guess maybe archeon but they also changed archeon right so like, that's what i mean yeah it seemed like that that maybe entered earlier for archeon and the gash because it seems like that that's also the two that it would hit yeah, really because hard they right? were in combat they um, were doing stuff that you were constantly you couldn't not use that thousand points to run around doesn't touch marathi because she couldn't use it anyway so it wasn't part of that process so like who are they really trying to um oh warbear thanks for donating the gift subscription in the chat big love to you um uh, like who are they targeting i guess is the real question I guess there are some combat characters, but like overall, it feels like it was just the god characters they're aiming at, which they changed anyway. And then I guess Gotrek maybe feels like it feels like maybe they were just targeting. Gotrek feels like a casualty as opposed to directly. Um, I think like it's a lot of headspace that they would have spent thinking about just Gotrek, and I don't know if that was necessary, right? Like, not that I think I spent they spent a lot of headspace thinking about any of it, but like anyway. Um, 
like in my personal opinion but uh, that's that's neither here nor there okay all right um uh so the amulet okay what's next oh not the amulet sorry the healing okay uh and then the next was uh i guess marathi i mean nothing really happened there now well, she got lawmaster to be yeah yeah, well, she got the yeah the lawmaster thing, which so all of us now know what the the daughters of Cain spell lord does. <laughs> so goes the joke. We've all looked it up now. We okay, all know this yeah. more than one spell. Uh, yeah, actually, Steed of Shadows on uh, yeah, on Storm is, Wrath that is, is quite a good interesting. One. Yeah, been a, like I think it's like yeah, fourteen inch move or something. Yeah, that's quite good. Um, yeah, I mean to be fair to them, like I think I think for Doc, like New Stormcast is a pretty horrific matchup. Uh, Nurgle's pretty horrific matchup. Um, I don't think Iron Jaws is great either. So I think they're probably on the the, the downturn. So they get nerfed in in the well. They did the, add, they did um, add thirty points to their um, to their list. Yes, uh, which is nothing. which I was there's a change I did not like because like there's only one list in that book and there were some people being creative and spamming bow snakes as a, like a, as another book build, right? Now I know it's spamming bow snakes, but at least it's another build. Yeah. And then like, that's the build at nerfs, not the Marathi bow snakes yeah. build. It's like the spamming bow snakes and build. Also, it's the and one also that they, now they you probably nothing, can't they play. They did nothing to encourage combat snakes, right? Like, so no. like they did nothing to like no. buff that element of it. Like they didn't bring down, I don't know, Sister Slaughter or, or like, um, are, we, are we saying new Nurgle is good now? Some people think Nurgle is good. I personally don't think. And if it is good, it'll be the most boring fucking good in the world. Like, imagine Gargans, but on I think crack of boring. What you can do? Just walk in the middle. Got anything else? Got any other plans? You can, you can deep strike? <laughs> Two dudes? Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's basically, Rob, it's basically walk in the middle, but then they added, like, four deep strike mechanics to hide that. <laughs> it's basically, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically what's going on. Which I'm not against that. I like teleporting. Oh. I like teleporting standing there. Stella, yeah, it's teleport great. stand there. The whole army is a law seeker. Yeah, but somehow more boring. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, I mean, that's the biggest crime. It could be bad as a book, like Gits, but at least it's fun. Oh, Gits is, a, Gits is amazing. Yeah. It's so, fun, so much yeah. fun. I mean, once you get past the whole keyword kind of mess situation but anyway that's yeah. a whole that's a whole situation yeah. um okay so maybe i should talk about what they did well um okay, i, think, I feel, feel like i've been a bit negative so far well? well i think overall they've managed to reduce the power level of of god beings by quite okay. a bit and i think they're all on a fairly comparable level uh now i think they went too far with the gash i think the gash is horrible okay. Unfortunately, I love him, but 16 wounds on a three up save for 955 points with no after save, no reroll ones. Like, that's it's just a liability. Um, and you know, he he did sort of get more damage in melee, but he, most of his damage is still coming from spamming arcane bolts, which, considering, um, you know, one of the main oppositions he's going to run into is. Stormcast dragons who have a four up ignore against his arcane yep. bolts. Um, I don't think he. I think he would have struggled in a lot of ways anyway. Um, and also, I don't necessarily like that he's removed from the the meta because he he was quite a good uh, check to 
like mortal wound range spam like uh he's quite good against lrl and that kind of thing so i think him being in the meta actually kept some other things out but i think iron jaws um, does the same job now right yeah and i think also i think lrl got got a bit wrecked this fact so completely I've, disagree i think i i know i know i know you i think disagree, that i think i, think, I, don't I think, think it's any, just a village of naked people screaming while houses on fire holding their dead sentinels in their hands like ah! like like and behind them is like a verdant plain of farms and aqueducts and and all manner of goodness that they could they could partake of at any moment um sorry not to get too lyrical I, th I think it's just the only shell change for me that kills it. Like, that kills Sentinels for me. Now, where do there's other stuff in the book um, that works? Um, that remains to the be only seen. Thing that works in the book, the only thing that works in the book, yeah, is the Lord Regent, the Foxes, Severith, uh, the Wardens, the Ruse, uh, the other Wind Spirits, the Caligrave, the, uh, the Law Seeker, um, uh, the... Uh, the, st the, 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 the 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 <laughs> baluster hold on the baluster uh, and also the um uh, mask lady i forgot her name uh, the calathar yeah apart from i agree with you apart from all of those units yeah terrible book apart from all of those right terrible look we're going we're going to have to agree to disagree on that but okay that's anyway fine. we'll see okay. we'll see how they turn out i i i wish the the best for lrl and i'm glad uh yeah I mean, I think it's a really techy book with a lot of mechanics, um, which Sentinels don't participate in. So I hope now we get to actually see those mechanics. Yeah. Uh, that would be good. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. Um, what else did they do well? I like the Unleash Hell change. That's just, I mean, that's magnificent. I mean, you could just remove it from the game as well, but that's that's another that's another conversation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> could also just remove it. Um yeah, because right now I don't think that's it's not very good. Uh, like, yeah, models within six means that for a beginner to thirty, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough to get everything in range. Uh, what the yep. unleash hell? Uh, speaking about this yesterday, because yeah. um, uh, I've seen Adam and and Math Mallow, uh, and we had a long chat about this, and I think this only really hurts. I think you just have to play with it better. It's just I still think I still think it works fairly well. Um, I just think you just have to play with it yeah better like it's a oh, oh they happen to all be in range as opposed to like and you can as the charger give yourself more chance now maybe only 15 units of the 15 models of the sentinels get to shoot as opposed to all 30 okay uh but it's still 15 right like it's still good like it's still a cp that works and is nice like you're gonna take it uh in a lot of different ways um unless you run any of the other lro units that are also absolutely top tier but that's a different combo i mean like works on the basti like the bow snakes are pretty like i reckon yeah. you get the lot of the bow snakes in if you got into the or... i don't know they're on 40 mils though so it's yeah i know there's 15 there's only 15 of them but there's still a huge footprint the, the the thing is that i i, I like it better because it, it used to be that if you just charged in and just mismeasured something and you happened between you know being like 8.9 and the whole unit could yeah. shoot you whereas now like if you happen to just be like 5.8 because you've made a mistake well at least it's only one model so i think 
you know, from a, a player experience perspective as well, it's a good yeah, change. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. Think, I think it's a good change. I think it's just, it requires a bigger, like, a, a bigger skill expression, and I think that's good. I think more rules that require a larger skill expression is great. Um, so that's good because you you do get that like like it's obnoxious right you're you're gonna go like play at a tournament you're gonna play in the mid tables day one yeah you're gonna put up your screen you're gonna put your shooting unit behind it right and now you're gonna have measured so if they charge it's within six with all the models and then they're gonna ch they're gonna just take their more Christian be like oh, I'm gonna kill something they're gonna throw it in so it's the same difference like you're just you're just having to measure a little bit tighter and then in the actual games mm. where it matters uh, it becomes far more relevant so that's good in my opinion. So I agree with you. I think it's a good change. Although I would have, I don't know. I, don't, I, I originally was like, I'd rather they got rid of Unleash Hell completely. And then I changed my mind and I was like, I'd rather they just address the shooting units rather than Unleash Hell. Because I think Iron Drakes, I know you can bridge them, but I think Iron Drakes are kind of my perfect example where I kind of want you to charge into 30 Iron Drakes. I want that to exist in the game where 30 Iron Drakes are stood there, someone charges them and they fucking blow their teeth out when they charge them. Like I kind of want that to exist. Um, uh, but because it, it's their short range, like they have, they're short range shooting as an army anyway, ignoring the bridge and ignoring run and shoot. Um, other than that, they're fairly short range, but that's kind of, I've kind of gone through some phases with that. So I'm still not sure basically mm -hmm. is where I'm at, which is what's exciting. Cause you, I don't know about you, but I keep developing new ideas about this as I go through. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the Iron Drakes are interesting. I wonder how many points there would be if Bridge didn't exist in the game. That's it's a whole other <laughs> it's a whole other discussion. I agree. But I agree. Yeah, Soul Screen Bridge. Okay, I have to talk about Kragnos, Rob. Because, okay, let's go. Um, is this an exciting change? I'm look. I'm, I'm hype. I'm I'm playing him in the tournament, so I've got to talk about it. Um, now, uh, first thing I have yep. to say, uh, I love the three to six charge. Okay. That's great. I hate that he still has the yell thing. Okay. I just really, like, I know it's funny for Destruction to have bad rules, but I don't like that rule where he yells at everything around him and blows up the Loon Shrine if you do damage to him. Like, I, I shouldn't have to, as a Gitz player, like, be measuring Kragnos away from my own Loon Shrine because if he rolls a five up, it blows up on the first turn. <laughs> like, like... I know it's funny, but it's not good. I mean, we're both so laughing. I would have liked that we're rule. We're both to be laughing, <laughs> so it feels like they're winning. Like it, it feels like they're winning this argument in some ways. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of on board, but <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing I don't like about his rule scroll is the cap thirty. I really hate that because um, it just kind of encourages him to do nothing. Uh, that's the thing about that rule. It doesn't encourage you to like go in and take an objective, yeah. right? Because he's like a damage unit. So the idea is with him is you go in and kill something and that's how you get the objective, yeah. right? But because he caps counts as 30, you don't need to kill anything to get the objective. So like Kragnos's best life is standing there doing nothing on the objective now, which I mean, against a lot of shooting armies, he's not going to be able to do that. But against some combat armies, yeah. Well, but stand there and but he nothing. also he also yeah. has got like like most of the game is tag and go right like so i mean there's that if he can totally dominate like a flank let's say take an objective push then he's got that in in of himself i think uh, i'm not sure like what his output is really i know his output's fantastic but like i don't know if it's fantastic into like a brick that's designed to sit on an objective truthfully Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In that matchup, it's gonna make it's gonna make a big difference for sure. But you know, in general, in the game, the the priority thing that you've got to kill 
is not necessarily like always on the objective that you got to yeah. take. Yeah, and and, and, and um, if the player's smart, they're giving you two options, right? They're giving you like the thing you yeah. want to kill, not on the objective, and then the thing that you don't like. You know, you don't want to go after the ten dudes on the objective, but you also need the objective. So you're kind of in a, you know, you're in a tough spot either way, right? Yeah, and I I found playing with him that because because he's eighteen wounds on a two up save with a six up ward, yeah. right? Still really squishy, you know. So it's uh, yeah, you you've really got to kill your opponent's damage or he dies. So I I've just found in general that the rule, the cap thirty rule, doesn't really do that much because. You're gonna to have to kill the stuff that's gonna kill you anyway, or you've probably got the objective anyway. I just I haven't found it makes much of a difference on on one model oh, really. Because yeah, I think yeah. the reason like, where it's maybe not obnoxious, but the way it works well is when you stack that ability multiple times, like we see with Gargans. Yeah, and I think fundamentally as well, like if you take Kragnos, in because destruction armies, with the exception of Iron Jaws, are just not really well pointed, so you just end up with a really small army. Yeah. Like, Ogamore Tribes is kind of just a bit overpriced across the board for the mm -hmm. wounds. Um, and uh, this, the same is true for Gets and uh, Cruel Boys and, and Bone Splitters. So, yeah, I think he's he's still rough to play with. Yep. But, Rob, speaking of Soulstream Soul Breeze, breeze. <laughs> his base is less than six inches, which means that he can ride the bridge and he has a 3d6 charge. That's great. Now... Now, one of the changes to bridge that occurred in third, which kind of snuck under the radar mm -hmm. a little bit, is that uh, they don't have to be within 18 of each other. They just have to both be within 18 of the caster, right. right? So if you have a way to teleport the caster, you can throw the bridge 18-inch backwards and 18-inch forwards. So if your caster has a 6-inch base, then that's going to cover 42 inches. And then Kragnos can be 6 inches on the other side of the bridge. So that's 48 inches and then come out six inches on the other side. So it's 54 inches. So he can travel 54 inches if you have a way to teleport a model with a six-inch base, which brings me to Spider oh. Fang. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Take me on a journey. Take me on a journey. Uh, those Skittestrand so, Ragnaroks. So if you teleport your Skittestrand... No, if you teleport the good one, right? The, the the Web Spinner Shaman on Arachnorok Spider using Hand of Gorg into the middle of the board and then chuck your bridge backwards and forwards. Tra Kragnos can charge can can travel 54 inches and then charge 3d6. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. pretty wild. And you can do a similar thing in Iron Jaws, right? Like take a, um, a Maw Crusher with the Arcane Tome as okay. a wizard. Um, you don't even need to get the... the the teleport off you can just mighty destroyers him up and then soul scream bridge back backwards and then bring kragnos forward so you could fast stun forward with him um you could fast stun and mighty destroyers and throw a bridge backwards if you wanted to okay um yeah that's good the opportunities are endless but you've got to get bridge off that's that's the problem yeah. getting bridge <laughs> off is fairly important in that particular setup though but but um I don't think the the magic doms aside from uh, aside from a slan right that's a these slans pretty good at unbinding but a lot of the uh, you know Teclas and Archeon I don't think are going to be around as much as they were so 
maybe it's it feasible. feasible i think uh you've still got some good unbinds generally out there but yes uh and i mean the slans gonna unbind from anywhere there's no the slans aren't going anywhere are they um they're staying right there at infinite range no. just doing what they like no. uh <laughs> so there's that um spider fang are in an interesting place because i, I saw some spider fang uh allies being thrown into iron jaws list for a little bit um which yeah. i'm not necessarily certain we're going to continue to see but we might we might see that i think there was a period of about about two weeks where i thought i was losing my mind because i was seeing people bringing spider fang allies and then people winning tournaments with nighthorn and i thought i'd entered like the twilight zone and my twitter was just me having just a mental breakdown about how it's possible for someone to I just could I didn't all these spider fang allies kept popping up in iron jaws and I just couldn't like understand it. I was like, what what wh why? <laughs> like, what do they do? <laughs> what do they do? And then someone explained it to me. I'm like, oh okay. Oh, I kind of get it. So yeah. I actually the spider the spider riders are decent, actually. Yeah, they're, um, they're not, are yeah. they? Well, I, I just think as we got to the stage, Rob, we're like like 10 wounds on a five up say for 100 points like it's not even that bad and aos three now for some I think, reason i think specifically I because they're the way the games progress but and the cavalry bases right that feels like because you can screen a lot like the 10 the five cavalry bases for 100 points is the new uh 10 dudes at 25 mil uh that were your screen previously i feel um yeah they, you know, they can screen yeah. better basically um mm. so yeah, because you've yeah. still got an inch between them, so it's pretty big. That like that's a lot of area you can cover on a smaller board. Truthfully, um, okay, all right. What else? Did, what else did you like or not like? Like uh, there were some other changes. What else? Did we we've talked Seraphon, we've talked Doors of Cain, we've talked Nagash's War Scroll, Archeon's War Scroll, and not being able to go in stuff. How how do you feel? Um. Okay, so. Hmm. I think a lot of people in the game don't like soup. Uh, now, I don't agree with that. I actually prefer soup to the alternative, which is cookie cutter builds from one book, yep. right? I mean, I think that's really the alternative. Now, I think the problem that they found is that it's hard to balance chaos as a grand alliance because, you know, for example, dragon ogres can go in Zinch. So we have to really balance the points for Zinch, not Beasts of Chaos. So books like Beasts of Chaos that, you know, have all their units in the book but could go in other books, um, all their books, you know, all their um, units were really bad in Beasts of Chaos because basically they were balanced around the other books. And the same is true for Saves to Darkness. Like, Saves to Darkness units have pretty much always historically been better in allegiances outside of Slaves yes. to Darkness. Well, because... It... With oh, one yeah, exception... Different. With one exception, which is Archeon in this edition, right? And I, I don't. This is the part of the change I don't really understand because the 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 one really cookie cutter successful build that Archeon has seen is Host of the Everchosen in this edition, and they've decided that that's the only build that he's ever going to be played in. <laughs> that's that seems to be like what's happened because I mean I would be annoyed. You know, there were some people like doing some creative things, playing him in Idolators, mm -hmm. for example. Um, you know, but like, what about people who want to play him in, like, Slanesh for some reason? Like, if they they painted him in a pink way to be yeah. in Slanesh. Like, I don't think that was really hurting anybody, was it? Like, was anyone complaining about Slanesh 
Archeon, and then I don't even think Zinch Archeon was in a particularly good spot, right? So I, I, I don't really. It sort of puzzles me the change, but it seems like it's something that they they put in place because they decided that they're against Soup. But did they do the same for Order Rob? No, they didn't. No, because you can still take Stormdrake Guard in Cities of Sigma, and you can still take Fulminators in Living City and get all the Allegiance abilities. Although Chaos cannot do the uh, same. Nor can Death. Now. No, death cannot. Death can't do anything like that. Destruction doesn't have anything like that. So only order is able to still. Well, Kragnos is Kragnos is able like to that. also go in all of them, isn't he? But he also doesn't get any. Yeah, but he doesn't get the he doesn't get the so, allegiance. So basically, right? only order yeah. are allowed to do it now. Yes. <laughs> Seems fine. Yes. Seems fine. Yeah. Uh, is what I'm going to say. Now, for 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 for. Perhaps there might be some people who disagree with me, but I did just read 115 lists, and pretty much every order book like well, had two dragons in it, and all the cities. Yes. Okay. What's the event? So, um, so the event is release the beast two. So we did one already uh, back in well, I don't know when it was. Must have been mm -hmm. June, maybe. Yeah, right at the start of AOS three, we did it, um, and that was one by Philip Cartiv playing. Legion of the First Prince, which I feel like was very prophetic for what would come yep. afterwards, um, because that that army has since won a lot of events and kind of uh, skyrocketed in in win rate and uh, the popularity is still not there, but it never will be with that kind of army. But very strong army. Um, I'd like to I'd like to say yes, before so... you tell us the stats for this event. So uh, one of the interesting things for me, uh, someone who's covered live events and the live competitive agency my scene uh, since I left Games Workshop, so that'd be over four years ago. Um, and I think in quite some detail, uh, was that uh, we were in a unique position when uh, COVID rolled around because the TTS tournaments that got organized around the world were actually really interesting to kind of see what the meta would look like in, uh, you know, in months time because it was so easy to build those because obviously there was no building there was no painting it was just like let's try them out right now so i find them fascinating and actually uh, it's interesting that you brought up luke was bringing that salamander spam list in draco's tale but it's really bollocks it was his list because it was on tts for months and months and months and months and months and months months previous to that um like like literally obeyed was running that list like fucking week one of that book came out coming out on tts so really it's his list um if it's anyone's but like um yeah, obeys doesn't have that sort of like uh, he doesn't want to claim lists etc um so uh, the 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 point is is that like it's a really good uh, ahead of time look into what the future meta will be look like in my opinion uh so uh you guys as you're about to listen to this i'm as in i'm as interested as you in what iron gutsman's got to do because you did a six hour review show of all the lists yesterday right Yes, so I've I've read every list. Now we did rotate through guests, but because I was doing the stream setup, I was there the whole time. So I did read all of the lists. Now, um, just to give a quick meta breakdown. Now, um, I'm not sure what people are expecting. Uh, now, obviously, the dragons have just come out. Um, the actual models yep. have come out. Um, but before that, you were able to play them on TTS. But we've had kind of a bit of a gap between events. We had some uh, some team events where you weren't allowed to play them. And then we had uh, a bit of a gap after that. So this is the first event on TTS where you've been able to use dragons. And the result of that is that out of 105 players, we have 19 Stormcast wow. players. 
Um, and we have 81 Storm Drake Guard in the tournament. <laughs> now, not all of them are in the Stormcast. They kind of pop up everywhere, like like some sort of disease spreading through the, the, the Order Grand Alliance. But you can see them in like uh, KO. Uh, Luke Willoughby's playing a Sylvaneth list with Storm Drake Guard. Um, they sort of pop up everywhere. Uh, now, in the Stormcast list as well, uh, there are 72 Vanguard Raptors in the tournament. Uh, <laughs> what, six in every list? So how, basically, how did they come up with that? So, <laughs> how did they How did they put two and two together? Oh man, I was losing my mind on the on the release of the beast show because one. Okay, so one one key aspect of this tournament, um, which I haven't talked about yet, is we in the first round we're matching people based on both an army rating and a general rating. So you are asked to submit. Um, how many games you've won before we're in a five-game tournament. Um, so that'd be out of five. And then we also gave, the, the six TOs gave a collective rating on the list. And then we used that to, to determine the round one okay. matchup. So like, so let's say you've won five games before and you have a three-star list, you would be scored an eight and you'd get matched up against another rate, basically, is, okay. is how it worked. Um, could you yeah. have could now? You have I, like, I know there's, you there's some like, concerns about. Uh, could you be like a two-star player with a like a? Oh, it doesn't work. Uh, sorry. Oh, they're three and five. I'm trying to make it. Doesn't matter. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, you could you could be you could be like a two-star player with a with a five-star list and get like right, a seven. Okay, nice. And then match up against someone who's a five-star, but with a two-star general list. with a two-star right, list. That's fun. Okay, that's yeah. fun. Which is basically that's basically what my round one matchup is. Because I'm playing against dragons and Vanguard Raptors, because <laughs> um, my list is—I think I got a one point right. five. Um, what is your list? Yeah, that's one of the worst lists. Oh, I should. Okay, well, I, well, I'm bringing the Kragnos Spider thing, so I have. Uh, people, people can go, can go find it out there, but basically, it's uh, it's Kragnos, a, a Spider Shaman, and then a Spider Shaman on foot, and then a Mad Cup Shaman, and then. Five times five spider riders and and one skitter strand. I tried two, but the the bases are just like I don't know why a hundred and eighty point unit is on the same base as Archeon. It kind of blows my mind a little bit. But <laughs> have you not read his output? Have you not seen how much damage a skitter strand does? I tell you what. I tell yeah. you what, Rob. Like he actually slaps. Like with all the buffs going off, like he can do. Um, like if you put him into a wizard, he's got four attacks. And then fives to hit. Do D three mortal wounds times um, two. Fives or sixes to hit. Do D three times four if you got all the buffs <coughs> off. Where's the four? Two for the spell. Two for the spell and two for being oh, under the right. moon. Is it double double? Yeah, oh, it's double nice. double. So you get you get times nice. four. Yeah. So if you roll okay. well. All right. Good. Know. Good. Yeah. Then then four attacks. <laughs> all your dice. But it's he, like just you. you it, He's got to be on the board yeah, to get the buff, though. That's yeah, the, that's, that's the, the issue. Yeah. And he's a deep striking monster, so that works. Yep. Um, now we okay. So just just getting back to the stormcast stats. So yeah, we had we had nineteen stormcast players, um, and we did have thirty six fulminators, but a lot of them are in the cities lists. Um, there's a lot of living cities. Uh, yeah, the previous winner of the last tournament, Philip Kartiv, is running. Uh, a, a living cities list, which I think will probably become quite cookie cutter, which is basically um, a, a frost heart phoenix, and then two heroes, and then uh, min battle line, and then four fulminators and four storm drake guard. Like I think that's pretty, 
it's going to become fairly cookie cutter. It's quite hard to play against. Um, if anyone hasn't played against the Living City Fulminators before, because of the fadeaway ability, basically they can come on nine away and then and shoot and move ten. Um, but because of kind of the various ranged outputs in in City Sigma, it's quite hard to screen because you find that your opponent will like shoot off your screen and then shoot the the drag uh, shoot with the, the fulminators and then kind of move past where your screen was and then get a charge off into a juicy unit. It's quite easy for them to kind of clear the screen after they drop down and then move through it. Uh, yeah, so it's a really it's quite a difficult list to play with and. Um, it's one of those lists which I think there is a fair amount of skill expression. Actually, the same as Iron Jaws because the skill is really like knowing when yeah. to go. Uh, because the temptation is to just alpha and just throw everything at your opponent because you've got you know the Fulminators and the and the Storm Drake Guard can basically just get their turn one. But they can get into combat whenever they want basically. Um, but knowing when to do that is the, where the where the skill comes in. Okay. All yeah. right. Good. Uh, okay. Um, so a lot of Fulminators in living city lists unsurprisingly yep. um by the way minus one to wound my my favorite debuff in Age sigma three at the moment i think it's the best debuff in the game um uh but that's that's a me thing uh then um lots of drake card in stormcast lots of long long strikes unsurprising uh anything else pop up uh there are 11 seraphim players i believe eight of them are thunder uh yeah eight of them are thunder lizards there's nine Bastilladon, so I think one of the Drax player, the Dra the Drax tail players, has a Bastilladon. Um, yeah, and they've they're still all running Salamanders, so there's eighteen Salamanders in no, there as well. No, twenty points uh, wasn't there's... enough. <laughs> Drats. Yeah. Now there's some Tavi's Tavi's playing with some Croxagors, so hey, there's Tavi, that. Tavi, that's great. Um, there's some. There's some, there's some crocs of ghouls propping up. I think uh, basically all the TOs decided that it was a bit of a conflict of interest for us to play in our own event. So we, we, are, we are kind of running weaker lists for the most part. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. That seems fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he also wanted to... You know, it's always interesting with Seraphon. Like, I think that there should be a concerted effort to reassess the internal balance after every change because, I mean, the depth of that book is actually... Uh, really quite good. Um, I like. I know there's some bin units in there, absolutely, but um, like, yeah, there's there is quite a lot of depth in there. I mean, just certainly just the 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 coalesced and Drax tail and uh, the coalesced and Starborn allegiance abilities. You kind of just support that depth really. Like, it might not be on the war scrolls really because the allegiance abilities are just so insane. It, it, I think it will kind of always be fine yeah. as a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. very very good. Uh, not the depth that Lumineth have, though. One unit. That's it. One unit only. Uh, all they've got. <laughs> one unit. That's now that's now 60 points uh... more expensive. And how will they live? I don't know. I don't know. 10% win rate incoming. Um... <laughs> anyway, okay. That's interesting that it's still just loads of salamanders. I'm unsurprised, really. Uh, those Bastilladons come into the fore. Um, I mean... Yeah, they've got so many options, right? Like, the Sky Street Bro Stegadon wasn't hit. That blows my mind. Like, that thing is just like battle tactic galore day. Like, it's so good. I, I still have never played against them before. I don't, for some reason, they're not popular on TTS, really. I don't, okay. I don't know why. I think probably because, like, you can run other stuff that's 
you know, such an easy army to get together in real life, like this, the Stake It On spam. So I think that's probably an attraction. Also way up there on the, the transport tier list. I mean, that's always yeah. a thing, isn't it? Like, you never want to run, run an army that's hard to transport. That's true. So. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I'll tell mm. you what, six long strikes fit really nicely into some transport. Or your, po or your pocket. Oh. That, I mean, they're a dream. It's 500 points. That's amazing. And it's six models. <laughs> Now, you do have to buy two boxes because they come with three Aether Wings that you probably never never use anymore. But You might use the Aether know. Wings. The Aether Wings still good. Go. Oh, I don't know. Okay. They went up 25. I mean, okay, they used to be broken. So, I mean, the comparison is Just going to answer rough, a question but... in the chat uh, or two questions, but that's just because one of them is rude. I want to tell Ziggy to fuck off. Uh, don't you have a Salamander Heavy Lizards army? Uh, yes, I do actually, Ziggy. Uh, I own 12, but they used to be 80 points. You can't blame me. They were 80 points. If if we if we miraculously cured COVID in one day during any point of Agency World 2, I was just going to ruffle stomp every human on Earth with 12 salamanders, which is dumb. Uh, and now I can only run, I don't know, six or whatever they are, uh, which is fine. And can you play a whole army of giant dinosaurs right now? Yeah, can Hammer TV. If you run Thunder Lizard, so Seraphon, Thunder Lizard, um, you can have Battle Lion Stegodons, which, and they're great. They're super great. They're super cheap, great for battle tactics. They've got a great shooting attack. They're basically an artillery piece, but they're pointed like they're not an artillery. They're, they're Basically, they're pointed like a really generic monster, and then they're an artillery piece on top. Like, you would pay maybe 100 points for that bow attack as, like, a separate, like long-range shooting yep. attack do you know what i mean you were like it was, you were like oh in your book i can give you the sky street bow for 100 points you'd be like oh i might add a couple of those in my list like any book i reckon would pay for that in some ways but that's an aside um but sorry please continue what else was happening at this event uh we've got seven solar bike players which i was a little bit surprised by actually i thought we'd see like Almost none since Nagash got nerfed. But it seems like everyone who played Soul Blight still wants to play Soul Blight, even though Nagash got nerfed. That's great. So, I mean, that's still like one of my favorite books that they've ever made. I think it's yeah, it's really great. it's really grown. Yeah. Is it is it all the armor spam lists, or is it more like the the zombie like dog version? Um, no, no one's no one's spamming Blood Knights. It's mostly. Uh, uh, the the general pattern is like you've got your main hero contingent of like uh, Manfred, Vordry, Belladama, yeah. um, and then some some general, and then you, you got some graveguard in there. There's there's a lot of graveguard that have popped up, and then yeah, the blood knights. There's not really in. I don't think there's a like a, a Castellite blood knight spam list in there. Most of the blood knights are kind of used just like screens or skirmishing units. Okay. Um, which I think now that Nagash is gone is probably how they should be used yeah. yeah um a question from the chat sorry jdb thanks for subscribing any chance you could clarify something for me after the faq uh, and aos app uh, update i can no longer give my mega boss spells before if i took the arcane tome and let me pick spells from the law of the weird aos list builder lets me add the spells that's because list builder is right and the app is wrong uh, that will always be true if ever there's a, a argument between the two uh, you never trust the app and you always trust the list builder uh, basically sorry about that yeah, and JDB, what you should absolutely do on the Moor Crusher is take Arcane Tome with the teleport and then give him Master of Magic. 
that's I think that's just now that Amulet's been nerfed, that's just the go-to build for him. Oh, I really? Think. I'm I much no. Yeah. I was always running um, uh, Arcane Tome and the spell for the plus one wound with Fasten. Oh yeah, in I guess in Iron yeah, yeah. yeah, I haven't really. I've only been playing Big Wild. Oh, right, so yeah, I, yeah, that's I true. Really... Yeah, I like the plus one wound spell because it's just twos and twos, Ren three. I mean, it's pretty good. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was explaining to someone the other day. They were like, "Wait, so it's they FAQ'd it? So the guy owns the army? That's right. The head of books and box games owns the army. They just randomly FAQ'd his models to have an additional rend." I was like, it was, "Imagine losing a game, being the manager of the whole department, being like, lads, in the next FAQ, just make all my models an additional plus one rend. Fucking print, get it out, post it. Um, that's pretty mm-hmm. nice, right?" I was I was pretty disappointed with that. I, I'm not gonna lie. I I, I full on like grinded when that book came out. Like I played like 20 games in like three yeah. weeks or something with the new book. Um, and I played before and after the fat came out. And I played about three games after the fat came out. And I was just I was really annoyed with like how the balance of the units have really been broken a bit because it used to be like the army has no rand aside from brutes. Like that's basically how yeah. it used to be before they they made the you know, the Gore Grunters minus two. And then they've made them more expensive now, which, like, that's not the change I wanted. Just take the rend off them, and we're all we're all happy. But anyway, <laughs> that's where we're at. All right, what's the... Uh, <laughs> that's where uh, we're at. Was there anything else that popped up um, uh, from the lists? Just keep an eye on time. Um, I think uh, I mean the the main headline is a lot of the the god monsters are gone. So just like the the stats on that, we had three Kragnos, uh, two Marathi, zero Teclas, one Archeon, and only five Mega Gargans. There's only one Sons of Behemoth player in the whole wow. tournament. Actually, maybe there's two. No, I think there's two. One of them's an image, yeah. So there might be nine, but there's two out of 105. Um, so I mean, that's a big that's a big shift, right, Rob? Because it used to be the most popular uh, army yes. right um until uh, like uh, but post the new books it's been iron jaws and stormcast have beaten them to the punch uh but yeah but to, like okay. from game release to uh new books it was definitely gargants and then um garg so then new books not including nurgle up until 3.1 so up until this faq it was iron jaws and stormcast uh and then i think um i think uh, sons was is still in third place uh, so it's still fairly popular. But like I said, like you're not getting a lot of reps out of that book that doesn't feel the same every game, I guess. Um like it feels like it mm. feels like it's uh it feels like it's the most limited. This is an event called Release the Beast 2. It's a, a TTS event. Um so a tabletop simulator event. Tabletop simulator is a game you can get on the Steam store and I'm sure other places as well. Uh you're able to uh download uh the units and just basically play Warhammer on it. Play 40k, play Age of Sigma. You can do any of those things. Um, the the lists are there. I ain't got someone's put linking. And there's a video on my YouTube um, uh, getting into play, uh, like learn how to play uh, AOS on TTS, which is a great thing to do if you're locked in at home. There are great communities. Um, you can ask in our Discord or other Discords, um, or you can ask on Twitter for Discord communities that are full of them, of people playing consistently. There are loads of different ones. And as soon as you get into them, uh, you'll have loads of people to play with all the time, uh, which is nice. There you go. It's a good way of playing during lockdown, or if you are disconnected uh, from your local communities, because I guess I know your local community necessarily isn't like at the bleeding edge of competitiveness, right? No, no, it's not. Um, I did play against quite a good Nighthorn Ny- player on the weekend, oh. Rob. Um, 
But unfortunately, we rolled Apex Predators, so it wasn't a game. I, because, I, because I, I, like, I haven't really learned the game in Japanese very much. Like, I, I speak Japanese, but I don't speak like Warhammer Japanese, right? Yeah. So, um, I thought we were playing Survival of the Fittest until I went to score the objectives, and then he told me what was going on, and then I was like, "Are you sure you want to play this with Nighthawk?" <laughs> <laughs> like, he insisted on playing it. And uh, no, Nighthawk cannot play a character scoring mission versus two stone horns with heal spam. So, no, they no. cannot. Bless them though for trying. He was yeah, but he was very good actually. So, um, there are there are players, uh, but yeah, for, for me it's it's mainly TTS. And if you go to the TTO event, there is the Discord link, um, in kind of the header okay, text, sweet. um. Yeah, so now uh, the, the sign-ups are not open for the tournament, but uh, in the Discord, like, people are playing games all the time now. So um, you can watch stuff. Yeah. It's, well, you can go You can go play. Like, if you post in the, the looking for game chat, you'll get a game pretty much instantly because there's, like, uh, I don't know, like 200 people in the server. Just so, waiting to play. Um, who, yeah, so definitely just go post in the, the looking for game chat. Um, yeah, and, and you can... Uh, have a game with someone there. There's also, if you go to the, you might have to, uh, I don't have the link on me, but if you go to the AOS coach discord, they have, uh, like kind of TTS teachers in there. Like, so if you, if you're not familiar with TTS and you want to get into it, um, there's like a kind of a dedicated group of people who are really great and can help you out with that kind of thing. So also, also yeah, check yeah. them out. If you want to yeah. go into the honest war gamer discord and get the same treatment, uh, there'll just be a group of uh, adults telling you to grow up. So, like, just be careful is what I'm going to say. <laughs> like, just, uh, there's, there's a real difference. There's a real pull yourself up by your own bootstraps kind of vibe going to the Honest Wargamer discords. <laughs> uh, and I encourage it thoroughly. Well done, you lads. Uh, all right, so to wrap us all up, Gutsman, um, uh, to wrap us all up, uh, like, do you? How do you feel about the next six months? Uh, because obviously, we've we've heard like, well, we know that the GHB will be coming for HCMR three in the summer. Uh, so, uh, what do you think? Um, I'm I'm really interested to see how this event's going to go. Uh, I really hope it's not something like the top ten or all Stormcast and Seraphon. I think if that was the case, I'm really not going to be happy about the next six months because. There's nothing coming down the pipeline that's really going to affect those two armies. Well, Deepkin, so, Deepkin, uh, Deepkin, and uh, and the the Fire Slayers. I mean, actually, I did see a Fire Slayers game today. So someone was playing Fire Slayers versus Dragons, and it was a very close game. Unfortunately, he lost by one point. But I was watching that in the Discord today, and his list was just all Hearthguard Berserkers with pole axes. And I was thinking, like that versus Dragons, right? That's pretty good, yeah, right? Not bad. Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping Deepkin. Yeah. I'm hoping the sharks like are able to compete with the dragons. Maybe uh, Leviathans might get a glow up. Like, I mean, they already got a glow up, um, uh, or it'll just be like copy paste what they had in Broken Realms with a new allegiance ability. We'll see. Or it'll just be all thrall spam, and that might be our first horde army in the game. It might be thralls and reavers, and it might be our first actual army, right? <laughs> um, that would be brilliant i'd be so down for that yeah, that yeah 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 like so there's the options right because then because like the dragon's output is pretty good like unformulated's output is obviously dumb um uh but like into hordes 
like it's good it's close i don't know fucking who knows like we'll see we'll see i guess maybe they even maybe even nurgle's a tough matchup maybe i guess but i think for dragon spam yeah it would be a tough matchup yeah yeah i don't think i mean i think fulminators and living city is still something that just i, I don't really know what is in the game that even has any answer to it really like you just you got to something's dead in your army really yeah something's definitely yeah. dead yeah and then your minus one to wound the guys which is uh not the best uh it's amazing the yeah. dwarves and came up with a new copyrightable law and somehow made it more boring <laughs> wait uh took dwarves oh okay the possibility of a new deep king book gives me fear i'd rather be left <laughs> alone rather than roll the bin dice uh we're hey this is my announcement at the end of the show the sin man has no lot is no more the sin man has left the game as far as i understand it the sin writer is is gone it's all bin books from here baby which is great for the game yeah it's great right that's that's what it should be right? yeah. all bin books all the time and if just loads of lads looking at each other and saying and if right <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on let me let me roll my 2d6 before you roll your 2d6 what's your you bravery know? <laughs> uh, third edition we'll all know the bravery of our units a lot more than we previously knew it right which is great right which is really really good um his last book was nurgle who bin man no all of the books have been bin man um it's just quite clear that they accidentally like like they didn't like like it's just all numbers that are in the wrong place like why is it five attacks damage three on formulators there's just no clue like compare it to anything else like they were just like yeah. add a number add a number like it doesn't make sense um sin guy wrote the foxes the sin book the lumineth book is the sin book the ps de resistance of sin books is the lumineth book uh iron gutsman it's been lovely having you on the show lovely to be here it yeah it was super great fun uh yeah. a pleasure as always uh thank you for all of your hot takes uh it seemed like and it was mainly i hate seraphon fuck off uh was felt, felt like the headline <laughs> The the thing is though, like you know, you, you love what you hate, Rob. So I also have Salama seven Salamanders, three D printers sitting in a cupboard. Oh, yeah. So I'm currently uh, doing myself. We I'm love what we doing hate. Myself Thunder Lizard Lizard list right now. Like so, uh, get it gone. So it's good. Uh, and also, yeah, long strikes also suck. I guess it's also um, uh, they must be sold out. Are they sold? Nah. Like, you need to buy two. You just got to buy two, right? Two boxes. I bet they're not sold out. I was, I mean, this is kind of a 40k thing, but I was pretty amazed that like the hammerhead sold out overnight just because of the 40k community seeing the yeah, weapon. That's great. Like, that's amazing. Uh, I, <laughs> that's actually like mind blowing. blowing. Yeah. So if yeah. you guys are excited about that, like Tom Whitbrook said in the chat, the 40k spy center tonight is going to be. I haven't seen those boys talk that much in that WhatsApp. It is off the hook. Six months updates and that Tau thing. It's just some nuts talk, which is going to be really fun. I was wondering if we could just crowdfund raising enough money that I, I just buy all of the long strikes for the Honest Wargamer. <laughs> I just, 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 just buy them all. Just buy them all. Like a bounty. Uh, uh... But I did do that. Uh, <laughs> it is Thursday. I know. I know. It's Christmas. We don't have any clue what time it is. Ian Gutsman, thanks for being on the show. It's been a pleasure. Um, Thank you. Thank uh, you, Twitch chat. 
You're Big wonderful. Twitch chat, YouTube thugs, leave some comments. Love to know your thoughts. Uh, Hydro homies, uh, stay hydrated. Thanks to everyone on those. We have Patreon. Couldn't survive without you, so thank you. Uh, you're all great. Uh, do join us again tonight for the Spice Center. Join me again tomorrow, where Owen Jackson will be talking about his thoughts about uh, Age of Sigma 3 and the future meta, uh, which will be tomorrow. Uh, and then that's it. Uh, last show of the day, the last show of the year tomorrow, so it'll be super fun. Uh, thanks, Owen Gusman. See you soon. Bye.